Welcome to a bigger, bolder, brighter podcast with Suncoast Blinds. Well, welcome back, listeners and viewers, even of the Bigger, Bolder, Brighter podcast. Once again, I'm here with Ben. Ben, how you doing? Real good. Yourself? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Busy season. Uh, I, I take it you've got a lot going on. Post Ian, we have we have absolutely been slammed. It's been a great season. Um, obviously, as we all know, we had a hurricane that kind of affected a lot of people, which was an yeah. interesting impact on business. But season has been amazingly strong. Um, now we're starting to see some of the side effects of those hurricane model rebuilds coming into place. So we look for that coming into the summertime. Um, but we've just been blessed to be extremely busy this season and looking forward to a continuing strong 2023. Yeah, that's awesome. That's, that's what we want to hear in Southwest Florida. We're coming back. We never laughed really, but you know. Um, so today we're going to get into roller shades and, and I mean, just my personal insight coming from up north uh, versus down here, one, the variety of what you can do with your windows, which is so cool, but two, the importance of having shades, you know, everything from keeping the heat to a reasonable level to not having everything in your living room or wherever get faded uh, and destroyed by the uh, UVA rays, I guess. Uh, so uh, thrilled that we have an expert here, obviously, Ben, and you're able to to walk through a home. And I, I mean, I'm completely lost. I know Barb has some experience, but to have an expert walk through and say, yeah, this is what works in this room. This is what works in that room. Aesthetically pleasing and all that fun stuff. What a resource you are and what a resource this podcast is. So from the different types of shades, uh, let's get into roller shades, Blen, or Roller shades, Blen. Do, do you mind if I call you Blen? As long as it starts with a B, uh, Chuck, Chuck, I'll figure out whatever you want to call there it. There you go. There you go. Touche. <laughs> uh, roller shades. Fill us in. Let's, let's first kind of give the global. What different types uh, do we have? Well, in the shading world, there's a tremendous amount of options that you can have to do exactly what the, what the word implies, is you're going to shade your windows. Um, specifically to this particular podcast is going to be our roller shade segment, which is by far and away our most popular type of window shading for windows. Um, and really the way we approach it at Suncoast Blinds is what we call design through education. Um, we don't necessarily cater to the type of client that comes in and says, listen, I want to have a bunch of window fashions on my windows. I want to dress my window. I want to have matching pillows and side panels and top treatments and all of these things to make my window dressed like we would have done many, many years ago. Our client today with that roller shade category is somebody who comes into their unit. They go to their condo uh, on Gulf Shore or in Marco Island, wherever that may be. They fall in love with these big, huge spanning vistas, the views yeah. across the bay, the Gulf of Mexico. They're looking over the golf course, their neighborhood HOA, whatever that might be. That wide open outdoor living space is what brings, I don't know, 100 or 1,000 people a day to the state of Florida. We just love it. We walk into these places and that's the dream, right? Damn. Then you move into the dream and you realize Southwest Florida is part of the Sunshine State. And the Sunshine State has that name for a reason. We have sun. And that becomes the negative issue that, that uh, all those beautiful windows brought into you is light. Negative in the form of UV rays, heat penetration, thermal, thermal inefficiency, just glare on your eyes. All those things that those yeah. big windows provide are a problem. 
And Suncoast Blinds attacks that problem generally with a roller shade. Benefits being the roller shade, uh, the dynamics and the properties of it, it's going to contain itself up at the top into a fascia or a cassette or something. And then it rolls down. It does the job. Typically speaking, it's going to be motorized. You push the button, you get it up out of your way so that when you're not needing the functionality of window shading, it doesn't become part of your decor. The mm -hmm. paintings, your vista, your Gulf of Mexico view, whatever those things are, the reasons why you live in that place can still be the reason why you're in that place. I'll take care of the functional side of things so you can still live there and have it be manageable. So that's where roller shades really come in to kind of fill that unknown problem of living in the sunshine state. Wow. Wow. And what kind of spans do you, do you or have you worked with? Well, that's one of the things that makes Suncoast Blinds relatively unique is going back many years ago, I realized that windows were getting bigger. You know, if you go back mm -hmm. to 20, 30, and 40 years, you had little itty bitty tiny windows, Florida cracker style houses, short ceilings, small rooms, yeah. you know, mom was in the kitchen, nobody could see her cook. Now we have open floor plans, windows get bigger, not mom's, not just mom's cooking, everybody's cooking, we're all hanging out in the kitchen, looking out of our big sliding glass doors. So the lifestyle has changed and with that becomes bigger windows. So to the answer to your question is I decided how am I going to accommodate this ever increasing appetite for light and window size with shades that make sense. And that's where we fit ourselves into what I consider calling us a monster shade specialist. So we can go without even opening up my bag of tricks, Charlie, I can get 16 feet wide with one shade. Wow. Wow. I can get up to 30 feet wide with one shade. And in doing so, you're eliminating gaps. You're eliminating multiple yeah. motors, multiple moving parts. You're boiling down the shading aspect to its most pure essence of doing its job without the visual distractions and multiple problems that you come with doing basically what all my competitors do. 30 feet. Wow. That is so cool. And, and I guess it's all custom. I mean, if it's 23 feet and a half or, uh, yeah, yeah. We had a client um, in one of the condo towers in Benita Bay that we could fit a shade into his unit with conventional means, um, but it was going to be on his outdoor line. It was going to be about six inches short on each side or a foot total short of the goal, which hmm. most people would have thought that was acceptable. Not this particular client. Um, so he hired a crane. Oh, we craned his wow. shade up to 24 floors into his unit so that he could have his full width shade, which, right. you know, not only it takes a special client to want to have that level of perfection and it takes a special company willing to execute that level of perfection at that yeah. size. So yeah. Every now and again, that monster shade specialist fits us into a category that we just don't have any rivals, you know, which leads wow. me to say people ask who's our competition. Well, other people do what we do, but, Nobody does it like we do. So yeah. if you appreciate yeah. that. We don't have competition. Yeah. Good stuff. So it's obvious, you know, the roller shade is is meant for those wide views and, and spaces. Any other applications that you see or recommend for the, you know, the roller shades? Well, you're going to have a lot of, uh, certainly the best application for roller shades is going to be on larger spaces, but Anywhere where you want to have an unfiltered view, 
You want your wide open window. You like what you're looking at outside. Your view is the most important aspect of that window, not just natural light coming in. That's where roller shade is going to play into the best category. Everything else that we do, be it plantation shutters or silhouettes or God forbid, zebra shades, all of those things have a certain focal point to them where when mm-hmm. they're in the room, they create a certain ambience. With roller shades, they have that functionality and then they have that disappearing effect. It's almost like um, the Harry Houdini of winter treatments, if you will. Like now you have them, now you don't type the situation. Um, outside of just giving you your view and then not having your, uh, your, your solar control, you're going to have room darkening shades mm. are going to be your second best application for roller shades. Take as an example, you've got a bedroom where you feel you're relatively private. You don't have a privacy issue during the day, be it because you're on an elevated floor or your estuary is, is surrounding your, 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 your homestead so you don't have people looking in. Um, well, you're still going to want to sleep at night and you might want to sleep in the morning. Lord willing, you might want to take a nap in the middle of the day. Those windows don't afford that. So you push your button, make your room dark and roller shades come down. You're blacked out. You're sleeping. And that's true until you push your button and reverse that process. So room darkening, big spanses, extra big views, even on smaller windows, all those things really cater perfectly well to what roller shades uh, offer for us. Well, Ben, as you know, we talked uh, pre-recording of this episode and uh, we are in a new home and room darkening shades in the bedroom. You have not lived or for that matter slept until you have room, room darkening shades. I, I don't know what took me so long in life, um, but it, it, it's like those mattress commercials you see, like my life has changed and you know everything is good and I won the lottery because of my mattress. I, I mean, the room darkening shades, it, is, it trumps that. It's amazing, absolutely amazing. And then, yeah, in the morning uh, when you wake up, the sun comes in and, and uh, you've got, you know, whatever it is, the application views or whatnot. So it's, it, it's hard to under exaggerate exactly what you just mentioned, because as the business owner and obviously the biased person who procures the product, you don't want to tell people that shades are going to be life changing. Oh. It sounds a little bit exaggeratory, but it is absolutely spot on and on the head. Yeah. When you give somebody the ability to do what they want to with the light, when they want to do it, how they want to do it. It is game changing. You know, you can pick somebody who just hasn't slept well for a decade. You know, yeah. they're up north, they're on the farm, they're overlooking whatever. They've never even thought about shades because they're a mile away from their neighbors. They come down here and they just think not sleeping well is part of the game until yeah. they realize they're 12 feet away from their neighbors and they probably got to get some privacy. Yeah. So they give yeah. Sun Coast Blinds a call. We give them room dark and roller shades. And the very next phone call is Ben, I can't believe what this does. Who does what you do up north? Wow. Wow. Yeah, I believe it. I, I mean, even even if you're in a, an area that that is primarily, you know, secluded, dark, uh, you don't have the street lights or whatever. But I, we moved in here with a full moon. And typically, you know, it's it the room is just naturally brighter, even with regular shades. And and I did the hand in front of your face test. I mean, it was that I couldn't tell if my eyes were open or my eyes were closed. I mean, it was that great. Uh, so, uh, yeah, big, big thumbs up for the room darkening shades, but that then leads us to the, the fabric. Uh, you know, there, the, the, I, I'm assuming there are different types of fat fabric for different applications. W- what do you see? What do you recommend? 
So it really depends on what we're trying to accomplish with those shades is going to be determinative, the determinative factor on what fabric we're going to use. Um, for the generic approach, um, our, our A game, if you will, is we're going to use um, fabrics made by a company called Mermaid. A couple things we like about their fabrics. Uh, I consider them the Ferrari of fabrics. There is not a better fabric you can buy for roller shades. Um, number one, they're based in South Carolina. Hmm. Not only that, they're headquarters in South Carolina, but that is physically where they weave the fabric. So when we say made in America, assembled in America, there's no caveats to, oh, but we brought in something from India or wherever it was. It's yeah. legit. The fabric origins in South Carolina. We have them assembled in, in, in Orlando, Florida, and they ship them down to us. Hmm. So with that company making those fabrics locally, we have a little bit better control over our supply chain situation. Whereas, you know, when everybody else is out there pushing product that's going to take six weeks to six months, we're at four weeks um, from order to install. Um, and the other thing that they do is the quality of their materials. It doesn't matter what you make in America. It's not good stuff, right? You got to make good stuff. Yeah. So the quality of their material of the fabrics that we use all has a fiberglass core. Unlike the shirt you're wearing, the shirt that I'm wearing, it has a polyester core and it's stretchable and movable and does those things. Those are all negative things when you're talking about a shade that's going to be on a roller, free hanging for five to 20 years, right? Mm -hmm. You don't want that polyester core, which is what most other fabrics on the market are made out of. We use a fiberglass core, which as you know, fiberglass, bathtubs, boats, bowls, those sort of things, it's not going to move. So when we use that as a core basis of our fabrics, when that shade hangs in your window and it looks good on day one, until your house burns down, that's how that shade's going to look when you move. And that is the huge, big, best factor for us in eliminating service calls, problems, and anything's going to go wrong on down the road because I have faith in what I put in the window is going to be there forever. Hmm. So what about different colors? Are there you know, different options there? How does that work? Color's a lot of fun. So we approach color a little bit differently than what most would consider it. Most people, when you're talking about color, are going to refer to the color of your interior as a decorator element. You can take your background on your walls as more of in that linen family, the background on my walls, if you're watching the videos, more in the gray tone. Um, so the easy choice there is for your interior, Charlie, you're gonna have a linen type color shade to blend in with your interior so it doesn't stick out and that's not wrong. Same thing could be true for mine. You're going to have a gray tone fabric in my room because that's what blends in and that's not wrong. But the first question I ask isn't what the interior of your unit is, is what do we value in our view through? Hmm. Color determines view through in a level that people simply don't realize. And it's a fun, fun experiment in our studio here on Vanity Beach Road, open weekdays, nine to one. <laughs> <laughs> awesome studio, by the way, you got to visit. Um, we, we do an experiment where I ask you, you know, do you value your view through after we're talking about the solar control, the light problems and all those things, what's the next thing we're trying to do? Do you want to still see out your window and have all those things? I often get a puzzled look and then I drop down a couple of shades, one in a whiter tone, one in a black. Mm -hmm. Your visibility through a darker slash black shade is far superior than anything you're going to get on the lighter spectrum of colors. So if you're looking to accomplish those things we talked about earlier in the podcast and still see out your window, I'm going to steer you ever so gently towards those darker looking shades because you can 
you can see proper pixelated images. You can watch dolphins jump in the bay through a black shade, whereas through a lighter shade, you might see a little bit of a water ripple, but not know what's going on underneath there. So hmm. if your number one value is view through after solar control, you go darker. And then we talk about how it's going to blend in with your decor after that. So outside of that very, very fun science experiment that I have with most all my clients, we've got an array of colors. If you want purple, if you want gray, linen, white, orange, I mean, we've got shades to lay hella foot away as far as color op options can go. But again, going back to that solving problem type of design through education, we want to find out what's the right color for you for the functionality. And then if it doesn't work with your decor, we layer that back and figure something else out. Wow. Wow. Fascinating. I mean, who knew there was that much to it and the importance of working with someone that really gets this and, and covers all the angles, which leads us to how did the things work? I mean, you, you mentioned a, a few moments ago about pushing a button and up goes a shade and down goes a shade. I mean, what are our options there? Um, well, I'd like to say only motorization. I can remember an old story a, a fella told me some 15, 20 years ago when he was trying to sell me on the idea of uh, shade motorization and how it's going to take over the world. And I looked at him with a puzzled eye and said, that's probably not going to happen. The guy's name is Tom. And he looked at me dead in the eyes and says, Ben, when's the last time you lifted your garage door manually? I said, well, they've all got motors on them, Tom. What are you talking about? <laughs> he looked at me with an, with an I got you moment. And, and that's really become true since he made that statement 15, 20 years ago to today. About 90% of the shades we do are motorized, um, be it interior, exterior, big shades, small shades. Um, once you have a motor on your shade, you're not going to go back and, and put a manual operated shade in, you know, so um, yep. certainly we have manual, op uh, manual options. The United States government is dictating going forward in about four to six months, this law is going to come into play where cord loops will no longer be an option on any shade or blind or window fashion. Really? Huh. Yeah. Whereas before you could anchor them in for child safety purposes and make sure that a child couldn't put their head in a loop. Mm -hmm. um, the government isn't trusting companies to do that anymore. So loops will be completely eliminated, which will give us two options on shades, which will either be cordless or motorized. Um, cordless sounds like a fantastic idea, but it comes with the problem of you need to be able to touch the shade through its full range of motion. A lot of people aren't 10 feet tall and their windows start at 10 feet at the top. So if you can't reach the top of that shade, once it gets up there in order to move it down, you're going to have to go with a ladder, which is admittedly not the most convenient thing. So no. it's going to continue to push that drive towards that last 10% of people towards full motorization. Wow. Yeah. You know, it, uh, Barb calls the motorization of shades for our listeners. Barb is my wife. And, um, you know, one of those things you didn't know, you need it until you have it and you go, Oh yeah. Like you said, I'm never going back. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> well, it's one of those simple luxuries of life. I mean, as we yeah. go forward, you know, I mean, uh, I watched when I was a kid, I watched the Flintstones and I can remember thinking my first car was going to be the one I was going to have to kick with my foot out the door. Cause you know, that, that's yeah. why I afford, but now all cars have motors in them. By golly, we've gone from the Flintstones to, to EVs and we're going from, cord loops to full motorization of shades. It's just a progression of society. Right? Yeah. And you could do some really cool things from an automation standpoint, right? Oh, yeah. 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 So I mean, the, the, the motorization, uh, first and foremost, uh, just to be fair to my future buyers, is I do try and keep it simple. Simplization yeah. keeps uh, troubleshooting in the future 
simple, as, as I said before. But ultimately, um, you can buy a hub, which we have. We do a lot of those, and that integrates into smart home technology. You can put shades on timers. You can operate your shades from anywhere in the world. You can see where your shades are from anywhere in the world. You can integrate it in with Alexa and Google and smart home and Siri and all that mm -hmm. jazz. So your shades aren't just shades anymore, and motors aren't just yeah. motors anymore. Yeah. yeah. Love it. Love it. All right. Uh, shades could last 20 years. Heck, even five, 10 years, at some point, you got to clean the suckers, right? What's involved in that? Uh, it depends on the fabric that you have, right? So um, with our vinylized fiberglass shades, which is, you may not know, but what I've been talking about this whole time, um, the cleaning is quite simple there. It's a durable fabric, outdoor rated. A simple dusting is going to take care of that without any problem. Um, soap and water solution is going to take care of any, any soils or things you get on them. So easy home care for our A-game shades. If you buy other shades, you know, from us, silhouettes, luminettes, other types of shades with a more delicate fabric, um, you're going to want to have an on-site drapery cleaner come and clean those on-site mm. professionally. Mm -hmm. uh, you can't send them away to dry cleaners. Um, light vacuum heads can take care of it. So if you're light vacuuming and a dusting with our harder shades, a mild soap water solution doesn't get it done, there are local professionals who you need to bring into your home and, and uh, have them done on site. Awesome. Yeah. I'm more, I'm all for bringing someone in to do it. These that's out of my, uh, that's out of my skill set. At least that's what I tell Barb. Um, so how about warranties? What, what, you know, it, obviously it's an investment. What comes with that investment? So for the for our A-game shades, the ones we've been talking about mostly, um, we're going to put a lifetime warranty on your shades. Hmm. So if you have something wrong with your shades, the materials, or the, 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 the mechanics of them, we're going to fix those. We're going to fix that for you without, without a charge. Um, motorization is going to have a five-year warranty at this point. Um, with our rechargeable, which is a bulk of the, what we do for, for motorization, that's got a life expectancy in that 10 to 15-year range. So just because you're buying a five-year warranty doesn't mean you're trying to refigure it out in six years. You probably got double to triple that as far as a lifetime can be expected. Um, but the key is, is it doesn't really matter what warranty we give you, Charlie. It's buying a product from a company that doesn't want to give you a problem to where you're having to exercise your rights in that warranty. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I don't want to put you on my speed dial. I don't want to have you calling me for problems. So my selfish ambition as a business owner is to put product out there in the world to minimize those phone calls to me other than people pat me on the back and tell me what a good job. Cause yeah. you know, we all got a little bit of an ego. <laughs> got to <stroke> it <laughs> Love it. Love it. Boy, we, I think we covered everything, but did we miss anything? Anything else we should consider with roller shades? Um, I think um, one of the things that you need to keep into consideration when thinking about your shades window fashions, whatever they may be, before you get a hold of me, is most people in Southwest Florida do live in an HOA. And you're going to be restricted to exterior colors. Hmm. So um, we can, I have a little magic trick where I can make all my shades white to the outside, room darkening or otherwise, um, so that you can conform with your HOA rules and regulations and still have whatever color you want on the inside. Oh, so my goodness. back to that purple thing, you want purple shades on the inside, your neighbors don't have to know what bad taste you have. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Wow. So you, I, I think I think that would pretty well 
wrap up the, the interior portion of the shades. And then of course, everything that we said, we can apply to outdoor shades. So that's a new product uh, that we launched a couple of years ago. Well, new in a couple of years, those two things don't go together. Uh, but we do a lot of outdoor shades now um, to help take care of some of the weather, take care of some of the, the sun, rain, wind, everything outside of hurricane, we can take care of the same basic type of product on the exterior space, which has done really well for us lately. That sounds like an awesome uh, next episode. What do you think? Should we delve into that? You bet. All right. Well, we'll see you next show. Ben, in the meantime, keep taking care of those Southwest Florida homeowners and businesses, and we'll see you soon. Thank you, Charlie. Appreciate it. Thanks for listening to a bigger, bolder, and brighter podcast with Suncoast Blinds. To learn more about our company or our products, go to suncoastblinds.com. Call 239-495-6558 or stop by our studio at 3634 Unit A, Bonita Beach Road, Bonita Springs, Florida. 